Well, hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is going to be episode number 38, and I'm really excited about this episode because I think I'm going to be able to get you through some of the struggles when choosing a product. And it's going to be called, the show is, that is, the three important steps for choosing a winning product to sell on Amazon FBA. And the reason why I kind of broke this down into three steps is because there's three important things that you need to consider when choosing a product. And I learned this the hard way. And I'm going to kind of give you my backstory as to how I figured this out and why I came to the realization that these are the three important things. So that's what we're going to be covering just to kind of give you a glance so this way you can be prepared for what we're going to be learning here today or what we're going to be going over. So what I did want to mention here before we got or before we actually jump into the content here is first off I just want to say thanks so much for listening, taking the time out of your day and also for leaving all the positive uh, you know reviews on iTunes or the emails and the comments and all that stuff. I mean, you guys are awesome and I really do appreciate it. Uh, the other thing I wanted to, to just bring up here quickly is uh, our Facebook group. I mean, it is growing rapidly. And it, the thing is, is it's growing rapidly, but it, the bigger it's getting, actually, the more responsive it's getting. And that's usually the opposite. But the thing is, is the more people that get in that are dedicated to this, and I'm filtering out the ones that aren't. Now, I have to approve everyone. So when someone goes in there and they start not really giving value, but actually taking value more or less like trying to pitch stuff those people are going to get ejected all right they're going to be taken out of the game so if you see anyone and you're in the group already that's doing that just flag them and then from there i'll go ahead i'll look at it and then i'll decide either to ban them or to contact and give them another chance uh, but usually it's someone spamming so we just go ahead and get rid of them pe- people all together so we can just clean up the group all right but right now we're up over 2500 members i think the last i looked it was like 2500 and like 68 uh, something like that. But yeah, it's growing rapidly and a lot of really cool people in there. And the one thing that's really cool too is I'm having you or I've, I've kind of said in the past, hey, take a picture of yourself walking or in the car or wherever you are listening to the show and post it in the group just so we can kind of put a face to all of the, the people in here and it can kind of make it feel more personal. And that's been really, really cool. So if you would do that, that would be awesome. And if you're not part of that group and you're listening, you can head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash FB and that will uh, that'll take you to the page to send a request and then we'll go ahead and uh, we'll approve you and you'll be part of that group. So yeah, do that. That would be awesome. Uh, the other thing I wanted to do real quick is uh, just kind of call out someone that left an iTunes review because I do read each and every one of them and they mean the world to me. It keeps me motivated and hopefully then I can motivate you because I'm going to continue to do the show. All right. So the one that I wanted to read out to you or call out is uh, by Kimberly. C and Kimberly wrote best PL info out there five star Scott delivers clear and prescriptive advice on the Amazon private label process from start to finish I love that he's going through the process and taking us on the journey with him he's so generous with his time and knowledge best podcast on this subject out there double explanation point so Kimberly thank you so much for writing in I really do appreciate that if you haven't left an iTunes review yet on iTunes, obviously. Uh, if you would do that, that would be awesome. It takes a couple seconds, and uh, that would really help promote the show and get us some more listeners and increase the downloads, which I did want to mention that real quick. As of recording this right now, uh, I'm recording this on the 24th of April. I just looked at the stats, and uh, we we broke 100,000 downloads for this month alone. We're up to about 102, 103,000, something like that. So we're going to probably get around 130 to 140,000 by the end of the month, which is crazy, right? Last month, I 
I, I was just under a hundred thousand. It was like 96,000 or something. So really cool. It just shows that the show is definitely liked and wanted and needed. So I really, really just wanted to reach out there and say, thank you so much for subscribing and, uh, you know, letting your friends and family or whoever is interested in this know about it. Cause that's really how we're going to continue to grow this show. So I just wanted to say thank you so much for that. So with that all being said, I think that was all of the things I want to touch on, except for if you haven't uh, listened to or watched, I shouldn't say listened, watched the workshop. If you're brand new, actually, if you're brand new to this business and you haven't even heard my story or any of thing, any of that stuff, you're going to probably want to go over to that workshop I just recently did, which was uh, it was an awesome workshop. We had over a thousand people sign up for it and over 700 people attended and a, over a 1,500 people, I think, already watched the replay. So if you want to head over there and check that out, it's at theamazingseller.com forward slash workshop. And uh, it was just a really, really cool time. But also, I I give you the five stages or the five phases of... basically finding a product and launching a product and promoting a product and uh, and getting it to where you can start generating sales. And I walk you through all of that and I do some live Q&A at the end. So it's a really good resource for you if you haven't uh, if you haven't watched that yet. All right, so with that all being said, let's just dive in here to the content that I wanna cover with you today because I think it's really, it's really important to understand that when you're choosing a product, okay, and like I said, I learned this the hard way and I'm still going to make it okay. I mean, I'm going to share that with you in a second that it's not all, you know, it's not all bad, but um, there's really three important things that you have to understand when choosing a product. The first thing, and I'm going to go through these these in detail, but I'm going to give you these kind of quickly. So this way here, we can kind of give you the outline and then we'll go ahead and we'll dive in deeper. But the very first thing is you, you want to go after products that have sales. It's that simple. Okay, it's that simple. You don't want to go after products that don't have any sales. And that's the beautiful thing with Amazon. They give us this information. So that's the very first thing. Okay. The second thing is, and this was one of the mistakes I made, is you want to make sure there's enough demand for the product. Okay. Or the products. Okay. Because if there's not enough demand, then there's only going to be enough, you know, enough, uh, supply, I guess, that's going to take up most of that, of that, uh, of those people searching for that particular product. So you might have to be in the top one or two to get all the sales or to get any sales for that matter. And I'm going to explain exactly what I mean, because this one here was a big thing that I missed on my product number two. Um, now number three is tracking the products that you're looking to invest in and, and launch. You want to be able to track them over a period of time and also use a tool, which I'm going to share with you that can show you a history of, of this. And I'm also going to give you a couple of tips that, uh, you know, when you're selecting a product that you can actually go ahead and look at certain trends and see if it's not going to be just a seasonal thing. But anyway, that is really the nuts and bolts right there. That's exactly what you need to consider is those three things. I'm going to share a little story with you about my product number two and why it was a mistake in a sense. And I don't say it's really a terrible mistake because it's still going to make me money and I'm going to share that with you. It's still going to have sales and it's still going to be another revenue stream. It's just, if I'm going to put the energy into it, I want to really get it to the 20 sales per day or at least 10 sales a day. You know, right now I'm teaching in, uh, and for you, for those of you that don't know, I, I am teaching a private group right now of 25 people that we just, uh, we just uh, had an, an early adopter program start and uh, I'm going going to be opening that up soon. Um, This isn't a pitch for it or anything right now. I just want to let you know that it's closed, but I'm teaching this inside of there right now. It's what I'm calling the 10 by 10 by 1 strategy, which is basically $10 profit, okay, on a a particular product, and then 10 sales per day times one product. 
So that's going to equal $100 a day for 30 days. That'd be $3,000 a month. I don't know about you, but that's like a mortgage payment, a car payment, maybe even a couple car payments, depending on what you drive. You know, that's a, that's a, that's a good chunk of change right there, right? So that's really the basis of even my mindset now. Like I, I initially want to go after 20 sales per day, but for the most part now, I'm kind of looking at it's easier actually to find something that can do 10 sales a day at $10 profit. But I'm kind of going off on a little bit of a tangent there. But my thing was is I wanted to go after something that was going to get 20 sales per day. And this particular product does get 20 sales per day, just I'm not getting the 20 sales per day right now. The top person, the person that's number one for this particular product is getting probably 40 sales a day, maybe even 50 sales a day, okay? So the problem is, is when you go to the second seller and the third seller and the fourth seller and the fifth seller, those people in there, those sellers are not selling that many. They might be selling a couple, maybe one person selling five, maybe one person selling 10. So what it, what it showed me after, you know, kind of like understanding how this whole thing works is the demand fell off after the first and maybe even second product. So in order to get some of those sales that's doing 10 or 20 sales a day, I got to come in the one or two spot. And what I mean by that is, is like keywords. People think that you, some people knew anyway, they think that uh, in order to uh, to get your product in front of people, you need to get ranked in categories. And that's not the way it works. The way it works is keywords, right? So if someone types in, you know, garlic press, they're going to search for a garlic press. That's what they're going to put into the little search bar in Amazon. And then when you see the top listings, like the top five or top 10, those are the ones that are getting the most sales for garlic press, okay? So that's really how you have to think about it. So in order to really kind of dig deeper to see what the demand is, is you really want to go further down that list. And again, and I go back to the class because I'm just creating these videos right now for the class. I I recently did a, a product where I was searching, showing them an example, and inside of there, I was able to find almost down like 12 deep that they were still doing like 10 or 12 sales. So what does that what does that say then? It says that you could be in the eighth position for that particular keyword and still be generating 15, maybe 20 sales. So it's going to be easier to get in the in the game because you have more demand for the product. All right. That's a big one. That's a very, very big point that if you miss this, it's going to be harder to get the sales. So then the other end of the spectrum is well, you get too much competition. Well, and that's another thing. So if you're going after stuff, and we've talked about this before, and we'll, I'm sure we'll cover it again, but it's really like your BSRs, right? Like if you're going after a product that has a BSR of like 10 in beauty, and then the next one is like 100 in beauty, and then the next one is like 500 in beauty, and everyone has 1,000 reviews, well, that's just too much demand, and that's too much competition, right? So I'm trying to find that that middle ground, and uh, and that's really what we're talking about here. So that's really like my new strategy is like 10 by 10 by 1, that's what I'm calling it, which is $10 profit for 10 sales per day, and that's one product, so that's $100 a day. Um, and that's really an easier way to look at this, especially when first starting, or even if you're rolling out additional products, all right? But my product number two right now, the way that it's going, is I'm averaging between two and five sales per day, Here's the thing. I'm not heavily promoting it because I kind of did it backwards. I, and here was another mistake. I didn't order enough inventory because I was a little reluctant as to far as 
you know, how much I wanted to invest in this product without really knowing, uh, because I didn't have a lot of the data, um, that I should have had. And, uh, so what I ended up doing is I ordered 500. I did a, a small little, and I've, I've told you guys about this where I gave away like 35 units, uh, in Thomason. And then that kind of got some sales going. And then I started running some paper click, but then that was the other thing when I was running paper click, I noticed that I wasn't getting a lot of clicks and I wasn't getting a lot of impressions, even though my, my budget was high. And even though my, my, uh, you know, cost per click was high. And what that told me was there's not a lot of demand because there's not a lot of people searching. You know, the impressions will tell you, even if you don't get clicks, the impressions will tell you if you have demand. And if you don't have the demand, well, you're not going to be able to sell product that easily. Um, so all of these things were telling me that this product is probably at best um, right now going to get me my 20 sales per day with some work. I'm going to have to go after the top person, the top seller, which I'm going to do. Uh, it's just going to be a little bit of a longer process. But my goal, my short-term goal, which I think is very doable, is going to be getting this product to getting the, the 10 sales per day, possibly 15, in the next 30 to 60 days. And I do have a plan on how I'm going to do that. And in a nutshell, I'm going to be giving away, which I'm already in the process right now of doing, is giving away 20 units per day for five days. That's 100 units. And I'm doing that so that way I can I can spike the algorithm in Amazon, but slowly. And I'm finding that 20 sales per day is doing a pretty decent job with the BSR. And it's also going to give me a slow, steady stream of reviews. And that's the key here is I need to get my reviews up so I can compete with the top seller, which has about 305 uh, reviews. And I only have about 40 reviews right now. So I really need to cut that number in half and get at least 150 reviews so I can then be a player alongside that seller. But do you understand what I'm saying? If I now had three other sellers that were selling 15 a day and they had reviews of 40 and someone else had you know reviews of 70 it would have told me that I I could just jump in their spots a lot easier and then grab some of those sales quicker so it's a little bit harder to do that all right so I kind of bounced around there a little bit within my story but I just wanted to clearly give you that now let me just look at the numbers here or let me share the numbers with you real quickly so right now okay if I only got that second product at 10 or a uh, at 10 sales per day and currently I have it priced under what I'll be normally charging. I'm going to be charging between 1897 and 1997. So mind you the profit right now isn't going to be as high as it will be in the future, but right now if I just left everything the same and I got it to do 10 sales a day at 1597 with all of my costs and everything, I'd be making about $7 profit per unit. So that totals $70 $70 per day. For 30 days, that's $2,100. And again, I don't know about you, but that's a pretty nice mortgage payment if that's all you had, right? And if you times that by 12, that's $25,200 a year. So that's pretty decent, okay, for one product that's not doing so good, right? That's a that's a not doing so good product, right? And then if I was able to get my price up to where I want to get it and still just do this 10 sales a day and make $10 profit, the, again, the 10 by 10 by 1, well, then I'd be doing $100 a day for 30 days. That's three grand a month for a year. That's $36,000 a year, okay? I know there's a lot of people right now, that's what they make in a year, right? So that there is technically, uh, and I'm doing air quotes, a bad product, right? I mean, that's one that that's not doing as well as it should. All right. I mean, the 10 by 10 by one is doing what it should. If you rolled out more products, because if you have five products, that's 15 K a month, right? That's a whole nother level. Now, now we're talking six figures, mid, mid, mid six figures a year. All right. So let me give you the steps now. Okay. To make it really clear for you. So step one is only select products that have sales. 
Don't guess, okay? And I wrote that in bold letters on my little cheat sheet here, okay? Don't guess. Um, right now, I have people that email me every single day, and they ask me to look at products that they're thinking of doing, and um, and or they'll give me an idea of what they think they're going to be doing. Like They'll be like, Scott, I got this great idea for this new, I don't know, this new widget, right? And it's going to do this, that, and the other thing. And the first thing I say is, how many, how, you know, what's the BSR on the one that you're looking at, and what are the sales? And well, there's not any selling right now on Amazon, but I think it's going to be big. See, that's the first mistake. Don't think it's going to be big. Know it's going to be big. And the only way you're going to do that is by going back and looking at the data, which we've already went through a lot of this, is as far as looking at the BSR, looking at the reviews, right? Looking at that stuff and then being able to track it to make sure that you're not seeing a number, a BSR, that's being inflated, all right, or that's being, you know, manipulated by doing some giveaways or something, right? So don't guess. That's the very first thing that I want you to take away from this episode is to don't guess, okay? No, okay? Don't guess. Know that it's selling, okay? Don't think about it as your idea and you think it's going to be the next best thing, all right? Because that right there is, it's very, very risky, all right? And going in this in the beginning. Now, here's what I tell people that tell me that they have a product like that. I'm like, okay, cool. You like that market. You're interested in this market, obviously, because you've designed this product in your head that you want to create, which again, you can create your own products pretty easily just by sourcing it in China and starting off with something that they make generically and then having them customize things. You totally can do that, right? But but here's the thing. You don't want to to uh, um, basically just go after that. So what I always tell people is take a product that's related to that, right? Take a product that's related to that, find it in Amazon that's selling, and then start selling that one. And then when the time comes, you can create your own product and then launch that product to your past customers. And then this way here, you already have a base and you already have a revenue stream coming in that can even help fund it. And then from there, you can now build a, a brand around your idea. So now you have a better chance of launching that. So it's like a launching pad in a sense. All right. So that would be my advice on that. All right. So again, uh, and I have a little a little bullet point here. Look at the BSR and the reviews for proof. You want proof of concept before you invest. And that's why this whole... Amazon thing with FBA and all of the people teaching it out there, it's really about the BSR, right? It's about knowing how many sales, not even how many, but it, does it have sales, right? And that's the key. And and not just sales, but consistent sales, okay? Consistent sales. All right, so that's step number one, okay? Step number two is checking for the demand. And we talked about that, but I'm going to go a little deeper here for you, all right? You definitely want to look at the top five to 10 products and even sometimes I'll even go down further the list to even see how deep it is that I'll go maybe 12th, maybe 15th and just say, oh, you know, number one is ranked, uh, the BSR is ranked at, uh, let's say, 1,000, right? And and let's say that the second one is ranked at 2,200. And then the next one, the, the fourth one is maybe uh, 1,400, uh, right? And it keeps going up. And then maybe it's 3,800 for the seventh one, right? So all of these numbers are telling me that there's sales coming in there because even that 3,800 one, depending on the category, you could be you could be doing 20 sales with 3,800 BSR. So then I might go all the way down to the 12th one and go, oh, that one there is 15,000. So that one's even selling like 10 a day, right? So if I got in there somewhere in the top 12, I'm still going to be able to get my 10 sales per day, right? Or my 15 sales per day, whatever you want. 
That's really what it comes down to. Uh, and then just reverse engineering what is working. So you're, you're not guessing. I just want to say that. But the demand, this is the step that I missed big time on my second product. If I was to go back and redo this product, I wouldn't probably have picked this product. Now that I have invested the time, the money, the energy, you know, I started a review base and stuff, I'm going to ride this out to get it to the 10 or 15 sales a day, maybe even 20 sales a day. You know what? I I won't say probably. I will get it to 20 sales a day because I think that the top guy is probably doing 40 sales a day. So I think that I'll be able to get it to 20 definitely. And I might even be able to take over his, his position. And you know what? I might surprise myself and get 40 sales a day, right? But in my head, I'm hoping just 10 sales a day, I'd be cool with 100 bucks a day, even 70 bucks a day, basically on autopilot. I don't even have to do anything with it other than re, uh, you know, uh, you know, grab more inventory and put it up, right? That's all I got to do is just reorder, right? That's it, right? So that's a really cool model right there. All right. So I'm not going to abandon it because I've got time and money and just, I think that it can get to the 10 sales per day, but I'm not going to go crazy trying to get it to the 40. I'm going to do it steady, you know, slow and steady. All right. But that's the part that I missed. All right, now my third product, okay, that one there, I just put it up actually about, I don't know, five days ago, and I started running pay-per-click. I put uh, I put three campaigns together, $25 per each campaign. I blew through the budget in like five hours, right? So that didn't happen with product number two, but it happened with product number three because product number three, it meets all of this criteria. You know, I can go all the way down on the bottom of, of page one for my particular keyword and see that even the bottom one still has probably 20 sales a day, right? So it's a little bit more competitive, but not enough to where I can't compete, right? There's some that right now their BSRs on that front page are, let's say, 2,200, and they only have like 80 reviews, but they're still doing about 20 to, well, they're probably doing more than that, probably doing 30 30 sales a day, right? So that's good stuff right there, and it's not too competitive, but it, it does have some com- competitiveness to it, just enough, all right? And uh, so that's the demand part, step two, That's the, and it's a big one, all right? Now, step three is almost like a validation process, and what that is is tracking the products over the course of time, at least seven to 10 days, and in my uh, in my class that I'm teaching right now, it's seven to 10 days is what I want. I want seven to, ta- seven to 10 days of you know, basically tracking. And the simple way to do this is to just basically create a spreadsheet and put all of the products that you're tracking in there, okay? So you would take the top five or the top 10, put them in a spreadsheet, and then come back every day and then just document, okay? So that way there there it's current, right? So you're gonna come back and go, okay, today it was 1,000, tomorrow it's it's 1,500, then the next day it's, it's you know, 1,200, and then the next day. So you can see it's pretty consistent because here's, here's the thing. If you don't do that, you may come in and, and you may see that product and you're like, you're like, wow, that's that's a thousand BSR. That's really good, right? But you may not know that behind the scenes, that person's doing a promotion like I'm doing on my product number two right now, right? That I'm boosting my BSR because I'm I'm uh, I'm giving away units at a dollar ninety five. So I've really manipulated the BSR so it's not a true BSR. Because after this promotion ends in five days, that BSR will take about, you know, usually 12 to, to 24 hours to really come back to where it normally will be. And that might that may come back to a 15,000. So now what you've done, if you if you judged it on the first day you found it, you may have like, you know, not 
you know, correct information, right? So you want to be able to track that. The other really cool way of doing this too is to check the history in uh, the free software or the free online service called Camel, Camel, Camel. And I'll leave a link to that. It's basically camelcamelcamel.com. The show notes to this will be at theamazingseller.com forward slash 38. Um, And again, uh, that right there is camelcamelcamel.com. And all you do there is you take the either the link to the product that you're looking at or the ASIN, which is the identification number for it, and you'll put it in there and it'll give you the pricing history over the course of however long that product's been there. So that's the other thing. It'll show you that the product's only three months old, but it might also show you that the product's 12 months old. And then it'll show you all of the different patterns. It'll show you how many times they've changed their price, what they started their price at, what they've adjusted it to, what they're selling it for now. And then the, the really cool thing is they'll show you the BSR. So they might show you the BSR when it first launched and it was like 100,000 and then all of a sudden they did a launch and it went to 500, but then it balanced back out to 1,000 and now it stayed consistent at a, between 1,000 and 3,000 over the course of three months. So now you know that that there is probably hovering around 1,500 on the BSR. So it's a great way to track and to, again, prove that the product that you're looking at is legit, right? The numbers are legit. So these are three important things, and I'm slowing that down and I'm saying it again because it's three important elements, steps that you need to consider and, and look at when you're launching a new product and and going to be sourcing a new product, all right? Very, very important. Now, I have a little bonus tip here for you, and that is going into Google Trends, okay? So if you go into Google Trends, you can take that exact same thing, uh, that same product, and or not product, that actually the keyword for that product. So in this case, let's say garlic press, right? Uh, Or maybe maybe it would be something that you do with it, maybe like cooking... uh, I don't know, cooking on the grill or, uh, you know, barbecuing, that would be one or fishing, right? So it's, it's an activity. If you put that in there, right into Google trends, it'll show you if it's a trend that's going up or if it's going down or it'll show you spikes. So this way here, you can see if it's a seasonal item. Now we, we all know that barbecue stuff is seasonal, right? In the summer is when you're going to sell most of that stuff. And that's fine. But if you've seen that, yes, that's your spikes, but yet during the regular year, it stayed steady. It didn't drop completely off. Well, you may say, well, you know what? I'm going to still go with that product because it's it's technically seasonal, but yet you still have steady sales throughout the year that are your 10 or 20 per day, whatever you're going after. Um, but then in the seasonal, you know, in, in the season when it's really selling, you may have like a, a boost for two months. And that's okay, as long as you're not banking on the boost. It's like almost like having a job and you get a bonus at the end of the year. It's the same idea, and you wouldn't live off your bonus, you know, that you that you got, right? You wouldn't like all of a sudden adjust your living to say, okay, now that I got that one bonus for the month, I'm going to continually get that bonus every month. No, that's not true, and that's the same thing here. Um, so you really just want to look at. Uh, at that particular stuff, okay? You really want to look at all of the stuff inside of Google Trends to give you that that backstory kind of of how that product has been has been doing. Or the other thing is 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 like is it a trend that's growing or is it a trend that's kind of dying? Uh, you know, and that's something else you might say to yourself, like, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of was hot, but now it's kind of going out. So you might not want to go down that road either, but it's another way to kind of just validate and just kind of see the product, you know, at a bird's eye view or even not just the product, but the actual market, 
that, that you're in or that you're thinking about going in. So just a little tip there, Google Trends, free tool within Google, and totally, totally awesome. And you might even get some ideas because it'll give you like where your product is being used or where that particular uh, market is being uh, consumed. So it'll say US or it'll say, you know, Africa or wherever the, you know, or the UK or whatever. It'll give you that data. It'll also give you related search terms for that particular uh, keyword that you already put in. Uh, so a lot of cool little data there. And you can just go over there without putting anything in and it'll give you like the hot things that are out right now as far as like the hot topics, hot trends. Uh, So it's just kind of cool to kind of look at all of the markets at a glance. Uh, So really, really cool free resource there. So that and Camel, Camel, Camel uh, will give you some really good data for history. All right. So let's just do a little recap here. All right. So step one for choosing a winning product that you're going to be able to sell on Amazon is you want to definitely prove that the product is selling and you only want to go after products that are currently selling. You want to be able to look at the numbers and say, yes, this is selling. I know that for a fact. You don't want to just come up with an idea and go, wow, that's awesome. There's no one selling this right now, so I'm going to make it big. If you think like that, you're probably going to be disappointed and it's going to be a really, it's really going to be a long road and you're going to get disappointed, frustrated, and you might not even continue. Okay. I don't want to see that. I want to see you get results make your first dollar, and then be motivated by that, and then continue to grow, all right? So that's step one. Don't fall in love with your product idea. Go after a product that's already selling, and just know that it's selling, all right? Step two, checking for demand. Again, I can't stress this enough. Look at the numbers. Look it up deep, vertically, right? Make sure that you have at least five to 10 products that are there selling that are at least doing sales, right? So this way here, you know that there's steady sales. So this way, when you're going after, you know, a certain product, you're not just looking at the top one or two. And then, you know, after that, it drops right off the shelf. So you want to do that. And when you're searching for these two, this little side tip, when you're searching for your product, search by keywords, don't search by category. Okay. Just search by keyword. Go to the Amazon search bar and type in your keyword and then go from there. And then that's where you're going to see the top five or top 10, okay, or top 12, whatever. All right. The third step, track products over at least seven to 10 days, okay, minimum. Um, And check the history in Camel, Camel, Camel. And if you wanted to go a little bit further, you could jump over to Google Trends and check that out for seasonal spikes. All right. So that's pretty much it. That right there, I think, is a huge lesson lesson that I learned and that I think that you can learn. But just keep in mind, too, you know, $7 profit per item, you know, like I said on my product number two right now is what it's doing, you know, 70 bucks a day profit for basically just, you know, finding a product, putting it up there, doing the listing and a very little bit of promotion and making 70 bucks a day. You know, $2,100 a month, $25,000 a year, that's pretty decent, right? And again, like I said, if you go and you can increase that to $10 profit for 10 sales a day, you can increase that to $100 a day. $100 bill per day for 30 days, $3,000 a month and $36,000 a year. Not too bad. So don't think to yourself that you have to find the product that's doing 50 to 100 sales a day. Look at these little tiny products that can that can you know give you the 10 sales per day and build from there because you know what'll happen is probably you'll do this, you'll get results, it'll motivate you, and then you'll launch the second product. And then all of a sudden what's gonna happen is they're gonna cross promote each other usually, and then you're gonna increase those 10 sales to 15 to 20 sales, and then all of a sudden you're gonna be way ahead of where you thought you were gonna be just by launching these smaller, uh, and I don't just mean smaller, smaller in product size, I mean just like less competitive products. 
All right. So that is going to wrap up this episode. Once again, I want to thank you for taking the time to uh, to hang out with me. And I did want to mention that uh, you know because I did mention this in here is um, you know the class that I am teaching. It isn't open right now. We did close it to only twenty five early adopters, but we are going to be opening that up uh, probably in the next few weeks. And uh, we're only going to be and I we just kind of came up with this because we really need to make sure that we're going to be able to handle the amount of students coming in. We're going to cap it at a hundred. Um, for this next group, after this 25 early adopters start going through the class, we're going to cap out at 100 just again to make sure that we can deliver the value and and be a part of the group, not just a numbers game. We don't want this to be a numbers game. We want it to be quality, and we want to make sure that whoever goes through the course and the program and the group coaching and all of that is going to be able to get the best results. That's what I'm here for, and that's what I want to do, and that's what I set out to do when I created this. So if you're not on the early list, there's I think there's over 180 people on the early list right now that signed up that couldn't get in. Um, we actually sold those 25 spots out in 50 seconds on the workshop when I did it. Um, so if you do watch the workshop, it's going to talk about the uh, the class, uh, but there's no spots available right now, so you can't even get in. But uh, we are going to be opening it, and I'm going to send it out to those 180 people right now that's on there, and who knows by then, there could be over 200, um, but I'm only going to have 100 spots open. So I just wanted to kind of give you the heads up. So if you do want to be a part of that or possibly think you would, um, you can head over to this special link here, and the link is the amazing seller dot com forward slash class and then from there you will uh, you'll see a little a little form there that you can enter your name and email address and then we'll just notify you a few days before we're going to go public and then that way there that list will get uh, first dibs on that and then if there's anything less left then we'll open it up to the uh, the main podcast audience listener base all right so that is pretty much going to wrap up this episode. I really do want to say thank you so much for taking the time. I hope this has been valuable to you, I, and I, I hope that I've saved you if you haven't jumped in and, and started looking at your products. I really hope that I've saved you, or even if you have and you're looking at product two and three, uh, you can definitely take this information and uh, you know save yourself some hassle. All right, so that's it. That's going to wrap it up. Once again, thank you so much, and remember, I'm here for you, I'm rooting for you, and I believe in you. Take care. Talk to you later.